0: Tonight The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast.
1: This Bob and Brian podcast is brought to you by Marcus Theatres. Part of the fun of going to the movies is seeing the upcoming trailers, so make sure you don't miss any by ordering your tickets and food online ahead of time. Just download the Marcus Theatres app for your smartphone or visit Theaters.com. Time to talk music news with our music expert, Gary Graff. Good morning, Gary. How are you?
2: All right, or should I say Four?
1: Four? Maybe in a little while, yeah, maybe in a couple hours. Yeah, it's the 31st annual Bob and Brian Open this morning. You should make plans to come sometime. I, you know, we, we, came, we came close
2: last year, and, uh, you know, the big problem is how busy it is here during a concert summer. You know, we got these crazy weekends. we stacked up with shows, but it's on my list to, to make happen someday.
1: Hey, hey, man, that's rock and roll. It's supposed to be crazy, right? Isn't it that is, your it business? is supposed to be crazy. But. yes.
0: Did you ever follow a band around all summer?
1: Not all summer.
2: I, you know, I've never been like a, you know, a deadhead or a fishhead or, or even a Springsteen. Um, well,
0: that's kind of what know. I was getting at.
2: Yeah. Yeah, only for where you know I've been out on the road with bands occasionally for a few days, you know, working on a story. Yeah. But uh yeah, there's some you know, in a per, in a perfect world and a mega millions win, you know, there there are a few acts I would love to do that with, but then, yeah, there's, who's then that? there's reality. Yeah,
1: who, who would you like to spend a summer you know, with? Yeah, I mean, you know, certainly
2: the the bands like The Dead and Fish are fascinating because they do something different every night. And Springsteen used to be more that that way than he is. Uh, so you know, those would be those would be the, the logical choices.
1: All right. Do you want to start with the big depressing news or yeah, probably stuff? should.
2: Let's get that okay. out of the way. But you know, we last week we were this time we were talking about Tony Bennett passing away. Uh, we lost. We we got our three this week. You know, they say it comes in three, and we got them. the The most recent was yesterday, the passing of Randy Meisner, co-founder of the Eagles. You know, singer, most famously, singer of "Take It to the Limit." Tremendous voice, tremendous vocal range. You know, good bass player. He was part of Poco before he joined the Eagles, and then he had a little bit of solo success after he left the Eagles. But he's been in bad health for quite a while. And, uh, which Does we he
0: have like, a, uh, I don't know, an anxiety disorder.
2: It's exactly he, what he had.
0: We heard those kind of things.
2: We heard other kind of, you know, I guess what, what will we call cognitive deterioration issues. Uh, those type of types of things. but he's been out of sight for a while and apparently in poor, poor health and he actually, you know was actually a heart issue uh, that he ultimately died of uh, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. And so that's half of the half of the original Eagle, Eagles who are gone, the original quartet. And uh, you know the band itself will will continue. They have their what they're calling the long goodbye, and I think long is the operative term. In that, that, they'll be, and I'm sure they'll pay some sort of tribute to Randy Meisner when they're on the road, at least this fall. And then the other one we lost uh, earlier in the week, Wednesday, is Sinead O'Connor. Passed away at the age of 56. Uh, police just said overnight there. This was in England and in London, and they said they're not treating it as a suspicious death. You know, they were called to the to the home and found her unresponsive, and they're preparing a report a report for the coroner. So well, she's you know, been in
1: bad health for the last few years too, right? She's had she's had a lot of
2: issues. You know, primarily in terms of mental health, which she's acknowledged, and then her. Uh, her son, uh, her 17-year-old son Shane, committed suicide 18 months ago, and that was as you as it would be for anybody, you know, just a total, total gut punch, you know, that sent her into high, you know, hiatus and isolation. Um, although recently she was talking about working on new music, about plans to tour uh, during 2024, and to have that new music out there. So, so you know, the timing of this is. It, it was going to be unfortunate whenever, but certainly, you know, it seemed like she had some she was about to come out of, uh, you know, whatever she was in. And, you know, she will be remembered, you know, sadly, in a way, you know, she'll most be remembered for tearing up a photo of the Pope on Saturday Saturday Night Live all those years ago. You know, back in 1992, but I'm not quite a,
0: sure why that got her banned from Saturday Night Live. I, mean, I, you
2: know, I mean, I think at the time they this was not that at the time it was not the Saturday Night Live of the of the 70s, you know, and they were a little more they were a little more conscious and a little more
1: scared of being offensive. Well, I read in her obit that NBC got 4,400 calls, yeah, complaining about her tearing up the picture of the
0: Pope. I thought 4,400—that's 4, really it. A- not that many I mean, the bro. network had to know the show was nationwide right what
2: it's a lot million? for a network it's a lot for something like that okay. you know All usually right. you know usually you know they'll get calls really in the double digits maybe the triple digits but you know when you get them in the thousands it makes you wake up but you know she did she she did have a, a troubled life but made a, a a lot of great music that's being remembered this week.
1: All right. Happier news, Cher and Snoop Dogg both have ice creams coming out.
2: You know, uh, isn't, isn't that wonderful, too? In Cher's case, it is a gelato brand uh, that she's launched. You know, she's teamed with a with an ice cream confectionery out of New, New Zealand for Cher Lotto. Yeah, it's getting yeah.
0: a little confusing to keep track of all the gelatos in there. Right. Uh,
2: so in her case, it's going to be Cher Lotto, and apparently they're partnering with local farmers and artisans. Uh, to create a very good natural uh, gelato that should be rolling out uh, very soon, I believe, in Los Angeles first. And then they're hoping to take it nationwide. Snoop, meanwhile, is already uh, nationwide with Dr. Bombay ice cream. Uh, You can get it at Walmart now for 5 bucks a quart. And some of the flavors he has includes Bonus Track Brownie, uh, Cocoa Cream Cookie Dream, and Iced Out Orange Dream. And I can't imagine what you'd be eating that Snoop Dogg ice cream after, but <laughs> it will it will certainly serve a purpose out there in the world.
0: What else does he? He's got uh, the the Corona ads. He has, he has yeah. yeah. He's
2: involved with Corona. I think he has a wine line. He's got a weed line. Um, you know he's you know he's he's involved in various organized sports. Uh, he's he's a you know he is an industry.
0: He doesn't have a shoe. Oh, I bet he does. A- Hmm. Okay. I, Snoop I should be a does.
1: shark tank.
0: He should be a shark. You think? He should be a shark. Uh, yeah. I that's mean, like, he's already, he's doing I mean. it. He, he doesn't need, yeah. He doesn't need the
1: financing. No, but he could help other people or get in on other stuff. Um, why are they going to stop playing Tom Jones, Delilah at rugby matches?
2: Well, so Tom Jones, you know, Delilah, a great iconic kind of hit has been a fixture of rugby matches around the world. You know, especially, though, in the United Kingdom and down in Australia. However, it does include a line about a man killing, murdering his wife for cheating on him, which in politically correct times, and this is dating back uh, even a couple decades, you know, started some organizations, you know, started to get, you know, protest negative feedback about using it and started to get a little squeamish. So, you know, most recently, you know, one of the teams in Wales, which is where Tom Jones is from, uh, where the song had been performed during the game by choirs. It was that organized. Uh, they've decided they're not going to do that anymore. And Tom Jones was on stage in Cardiff in Scotland uh, last weekend. And, you know, he basically made the comment that you can't stop us from singing Delilah. You can stop, not have the choir sing it, but the fans are always going to sing it. You know, and he urged people to keep on singing "Delilah." Go out there and sing him at the matches.
0: How old is Tom? Who, who dies in uh, Marty Robbins' <clears throat> "El Paso"? Uh, the cowboy or uh, or Rosie? I
1: thought it was a cowboy. Uh, all I, I know this. is the I first
0: I don't know the whole story. <laughs> you could probably make a long list of songs where someone oh, is. Oh is, yeah, uh,
2: no. I mean, there's all the murder ballads and country songs and, yeah. and things like that. But uh, yeah, you know, I heard it, the,
1: it before the Sun Bowl every year. That's when yeah. I would hear uh, hear that song. So I <laughs> was well, yeah, yeah. Tom Jones, by the way, is 83.
2: You Okay. You would not know it to see him.
0: How come uh, Colin Farrell and uh, well, I get Justin Timberlake, but Colin Farrell did Britney Spears. Date. Yeah,
2: they they were linked in 2003. So the you know, story here is that Brittany's book, you know, the book you heard, The Woman in Me, which is coming out in October, actually was slated to come out this summer. And then attorneys for Justin Timberlake, who she dated uh, for a time, and Colin Farrell, who she dated briefly, demanded to see the book and, you know, threatened to sue if they couldn't see, see the book, promised they would sue if they couldn't. See the book, and something they didn't like was in there. So, I, if I'm the,
1: Justin Timberlake, I don't want that picture of uh, both of us in those denim outfits. I know when they had the like, denim matching pants and jacket and shirts and all that's that. It's a
2: period. It's a period of time, you <laughs> know. Um, but it's probably not something you want to show your kids. Uh, <laughs> but they, they, you know, they did reach out and demanded to see the book. Britney's publisher acquiesced, and so whatever comes out in October has been vetted you know, by the two of them and their representatives, but it's still, pro- we're, we're still promised, uh, and this is the publisher's term, God-smacking tales about really? both Justin Timberlake and Colin Farrell okay. as part of the book. So, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see what this book is like. You know, we hear so, you know, so many of these memoirs come out by celebrities with these kind of sensationalistic pasts. And the books themselves wind up being surprisingly tame. Britney's saying that's not the case here, but the books do go through a lot of vetting, a lot of of lawyering. And you you can only imagine there were some details that have been axed along the way.
0: I wonder if Jessica Biel will buy a copy.
2: Uh, You know, who knows? I would imagine at this point she's probably heard about... <laughs>
1: all, there, all there is to hear. I, mean, you gotta I remember. bet she hasn't heard everything, or he wouldn't want a copy of the book first. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that would you be know. my guess. Guys, you know, he may have said, No, I told you about that when the book comes out. No, uh, I told you about uh, that. Yeah, yeah,
2: right. Well, you know, know. That
1: sort of thing. That's if what we I had would a, do.
2: If we, we had a talk. dollar for every time any of us have used that line.
1: Baby, we talked about this. You knew that's what I was into then. You know, it, come on. Don't be like that. Uh, how's Ozzy doing?
2: Ozzy has given an update, you know, about his health and he says he is continuing to improve but continuing to struggle. I guess they did take a you know, they did take some of the stuff that they had put in him to clear up blood clots out. So, you know, that's happening, but he's still not up to perform, you know, he recently canceled his planned appearance at the Power Trip Festival in California in October Judas Priest is taking his place on the night he was going to perform. And yeah, he basically says he's got he's, he's had a lot, a lot of blood clots in his legs that they're working hard to clear up to make sure they don't get into his heart or into his brain, and yeah, you know, he hopes you know, says that he hopes to come out of it. He's certainly getting tired of being laid up like this, but uh, it doesn't it doesn't we shouldn't expect him on a stage anytime soon and maybe ever again.
1: That's what I was going to ask you. Do you really think we'll ever see Ozzy back out I, doing shows?
2: Not in a full-scale show mode. Maybe something like he and Tony Iommi did at the Commonwealth game where they got up and played a couple of songs. That, that could possibly happen. But sure, I, I you,
1: think you're doing yeah, I think, a show and you bring Ozzy out and it brings the house down sort of thing? Yeah.
2: Yeah, so I, I think that's the I – wouldn't, I wouldn't even be surprised at this Power Trip Festival if one of the bands brought him out for a song. You know, maybe – Metallica plays a Sabbath song, or Guns N' Roses does, and have Ozzy join them. Maybe Judas Priest, for that matter.
0: How does Dick Mason rate all these honors from Pompeii?
2: Well, Pink Floyd at Pompeii—you'll remember—50 years ago was uh, was a big deal. It was a great, you know, really interesting concert film. That, in addition, they, you know, they filmed it in Pompeii without an audience. That it was filmed to be a concert, and you had the great the great backdrop of the Colosseum there, the Roman amphitheater, and uh, Pink Floyd performed live. Well, you know, this week uh, the city of Pompeii made Nick Mason an honorary citizen. They would love to make all the members of Pink Floyd, David Gilmour, Roger Waters, and posthumously uh, Rick Wright. They would love to make them all honorary citizens. You know, Nick Mason was the only one who's av- who was available. To show up in Pompeii and get the I honor. can come. Really, I, I yeah. can come.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh,
2: he's on tour. He's on tour in Europe with his own band. So you know he had the opportunity to do it, and it was nice. I watched watched some of it on YouTube. Very nice ceremony. He was he was clearly moved. Pompeii was very clearly very happy to have him be there, and, and to remember this legendary concert film that was made there.
1: All right, where do you want to finish up this week, Gary? We should What do we finish up with, uh, we, let's see. We
2: should talk about Journey, uh, or excuse me, Journey Through Time. So we thought the problems were only with Neil Sean and Jonathan Kane. Greg Raleigh, uh, who was Journey's original keyboard player and, and the original lead singer before Steve Perry came into the band, uh, he has a bone to pick with Neil Shawn. Apparently, Journey Through Time r- released a, a live album in May. From a gig, charity gig they did in 2018 in San Francisco. Uh, apparently, uh, Greg Raleigh says he never checked off on this, and he still owns his publishing. You know, uh, Neil Sean and Jonathan Kane and Steve Perry sold their Journey Publishing. Greg Raleigh still owns his. Ergo, he has to approve that release.
1: Right. So what's the dollar amount because that's what this is all nobody, about. Nobody nobody
2: but- nobody's put a dollar amount on it yet. You know, he is he is saying he's taking the high road and saying, "Look, you know, putting it out like this, this was a this was a benefit performance. Money should go to the charity and and you're not letting that happen." Uh, he also, you know, he he's also a little miffed uh, the the journey through time had to cancel a show in France recently, a festival show they were headlining because he, Greg Raleigh, felt that the organizers were misrepresenting it and advertising the band as Journey, rather yeah. than Journey Through Time. Apparently, the way the poster looked, it, it was billed as big words. Journey, a little words Through Time.
0: <laughs> through Time. Yeah. <laughs> we, and, specifically,
2: uh, so,
1: we specifically said Through Time. It yeah. was on all the posters, so you'll have to take a closer look yeah,
2: at that. So, so you know, there's you know, all things on all sides of Journey are just in chaos. All right. Gary. All right, hit him straight, hit him long and hit him straight today.
1: All right, very good. We'll talk to you next week. Take it easy. Gary Graff, our music expert, get him every Friday morning.